Um, hello, my name is Michaela. I am here to read smut to you and do it in a way that will make you either turned on or disgusted with life. Both, I think, are positives. So. Hello, smuts. What up? Welcome to our final episode of Not Your Mother's Book Club. Whoa. Yeah, yeah. Whoa. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Guys, we cannot believe that it's our final episode of the season. We've done 30 books. That's crazy. And I feel like I remember every single one of them vividly. Every single book is so vivid in my mind. It's like a traumatizing moment. (laughs) Every single one of them, I think I need therapy for. But in different reasons, for different reasons. And a different therapist for every book. Yeah. Yeah, we have 30 therapists on speed dial. (laughs) And they're all just the authors of the books. Oh my God. <laughs> Those are our therapists, are the authors. Except MJ Edwards is not our therapist. She's like our perpetrator. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's our, um, <laughs> oh, MJ She's Edwards. our sponsor. I hope y'all enjoyed last week's episodes. Oh, if you didn't enjoy last week's episode, there's something wrong with you. Yeah, we had a few people being like, this was rated way too low. And then some people like, why did you rate this at all? It's a negative. <laughs> Which is what we love to hear. I feel like both those feelings combined is just the umbrella of those books. Yeah. Why did you rate so high and why did you rate so low? Yeah. <laughs> why are we reading this book? Also, and thank you so much for reading this yeah, book. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Oh my God. Michaela, are you excited to hear what book I have for you today? Bitch, don't even try. Psych! Psych! <laughs> Guess what, bitches? It's my turn. I'm taking over this goddamn podcast and I ain't ever giving it back. Oh, fuck off. I'm going to burn it to the ground. Oh, yes. I'm ready. (laughs) For Um, this episode today, Michaela, who is me, will be reading. (laughs) Will be reading the one and only sexy erotic book that I've ever read. Yeah. Remember episode one when I said I have a whole bookshelf of books and Michaela said she's only ever read one sexy book? This is that sexy book. (laughs) Y'all get to find out what my one sexy book is. And And I'm so ready. I didn't have to prepare anything today. You didn't. I don't usually, but... (laughs) (laughs) Dharma's never prepared. Um, And neither am I, so that's why we're famous. Um, (laughs) Hell yes. This book is actually so good. I read it, oh my god, how many years ago? Four years ago? Probably three to four years ago, maybe. Yeah, we, uh, we just graduated from university and we decided to move in together in Toronto And Dharma kept reading all these sexy books and she was like, you need to read one. Just read one. So we went to our local library. Hashtag support your library. (laughs) (laughs) Who doesn't love a library? And they had like two huge shelves of Harlequin and just like... Because they know. Of course. The libraries know. Yeah. I was kind of like, this is kind of gross reading this book because people have probably jacked off while... You know what I mean? They jack off and then they touch the book and I was like, it's kind of gross, but... Okay. Well, I don't jack (laughs) off while holding the book. I don't Um, know about you, (laughs) but I read the sex scene and then I put the book down. But to each their own... (laughs) each their own well i bought my own copy of the book perfect 
Perfect. So anyways, we went to the library. I was like looking through all the books, whatever. Dharma picked out like eight to read. Classic. I found this one and I just loved it. And I read it on transit while going to work. And the front cover has like two naked people on it. It's very obvious that it is erotic literature. But who gives a flying fuck? Read Me. sex on transit. I care. No. You slut. Get your yayas. You whore. <laughs> this is a whore house. Okay, read me the back of the book. Okay. <laughs> I don't know how this works. I don't I don't go here. I don't, I don't work I here. I don't work here. I don't know what's happening. Um so the title of the book. Oh, yes. Yeah. That, I know. I know. I I know better. <laughs> the title of the book is Past Midnight. Oh. By Jasmine Haynes. Past midnight, I'm ready to hear some sexy times. Yeah, you're going to miss our voices, everyone. Yeah, you'll just have to re-listen to every episode. Yeah. There will be a test. <laughs> there will be a test at the end. Oh my god, we should make a test. Oh my god, that would be so funny, <gasps> like a so poll test. Yeah, like a yeah. poll test. Oh, Okay, we're going to do it. Fuck we're going to do it. Um, get ab- ready. Get your notebooks out. Get fucking ready. Um, above the title, it also says, how far will they go? Oh. Dot, dot, dot. Oh. Yeah. And this is what the cover looks like. Oh, my God. Do you want to describe it to the listeners? Okay. So there is a male <laughs> figure and a female figure. And she's got her legs like wrapped around him. And he's caressing her thigh. Mm-hmm. And she's holding the back of his neck. And they're, it looks like they're about to go in for a really consuming kiss. Yeah. They're both naked, except she's wearing a really lacy underwear. Yeah. Like white lacy underwear. And Mm -hmm. she's shirtless, but her arm is tastefully hiding her sexual organs. Her sexual organs. Yeah, it's a good cover. And it's all and it's all in like black and white, Mm -hmm. but the title is in baby pink. Mm -hmm. It's very tasteful cover. I like it a lot. Yeah, I like it as well. It's really racy. It's racy, but it's classy. Yeah. Yeah. It's like she's easy, but she's not cheap. Yeah. Yeah. Like both of us. Yeah. (laughs) Now read me some sex. Yeah, I'm going to read the back of the book. (laughs) I'm so excited to read the back of the book. Uh, Me too. I'm excited. I feel like a little kid at Christmas. Yeah. I picked up this book at the beginning of the summer to reread it since it's been four years. Um, I didn't really fully reread it. I just kind of like skimmed it so I could remember what was happening. And then I read most of the sex scenes because I needed to relive it. But yeah, I hadn't reread the back of the book in so long. And here we go. You ready? Yeah. Aaron and Dominic had the perfect life until a devastating blow rocked their marriage to the core. Oh my God, they're married? They're freaking married. Oh, this is our first married couple, isn't it? Is it? No, Bridgerton, they're married. Bridgerton. And then there's another one where they just got married. Love is blind. Love is blind. But then there's that other one. You know when you know when he she's like a slave. He's like, oh, she's a naked woman in the field, and I must have her Viking. Oh, Viking, <laughs> Viking, Thorn the Relentless, <laughs> Shannon the Moderate. Uh, outrageous throwback. Um, I'm pretty sure they're married. They just got married. This is true. He went and like coerced a priest to get them. Married. Yeah. <laughs> and she's all chained up. Um, oh my well, god. Well, this is our first contemporary marriage. Yeah, yeah. Let's just say that. Yeah. Now they only reconnect after dark, 
when sleepless nights become hours of ecstasy as they soothe emotional pain with physical pleasure. Oh my god, this is, I feel like this never happens. I feel like when a trauma happens to a marriage, they like grow apart. Yeah. But wake up still feeling distant and alone. Oh no, get a therapist. They need a therapist. (laughs) Dominic refuses to give up on the relationship. To save their marriage, he sets up erotic adventures that take them far beyond the boundaries of their comfort zones. Oh my god. As their love life moves from the privacy of their bedroom to public parties (gasps) and sex retreats where anything is possible, will Dominic and Aaron form a deeper bond? Or will they lose it all? Dear Lord. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> wow, that's crazy. Yeah. I feel like this is a situation that very rarely happens. Yeah. I don't think you can fix your relationship by going to sex clubs. No. Well, hot take. Hot no, take. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't think it's possible. <laughs> I'm not sure if it's completely uh, healthy yeah. <laughs> to um, fix a marriage that has been traumatized. Traumatized. Is that a word? We'll find sure. out. Traumatized. Traumatized. <laughs> wow. Dharma's not reading today and she's like, I don't speak English. I don't speak English. <laughs> <laughs> what is grammar? I don't know. <laughs> There's another thing on the back that says, Jasmine Haynes spices things up in past midnight as a husband and wife satisfy every craving and push past every inhibition. Oh, wow. They're they're pushing boundaries together. How sweet. They are. Um, so you want to know the lowdown? Of course. Um, so I'm not going to read the first sex scene because the first sex scene is like right off the bat and oh. it's depicting their usual midnight sexual encounters that they do with each other. So they like don't talk all day. They barely interact. And then at night they have this really weird sex where they like don't kiss. They don't really make any noises. It's just like just for the sake of having an orgasm. And then they roll over and don't oh, talk to each other. Okay. Okay. So that's the first sex scene. I'm not going to read it because it's a little blech. It's not here to eroticize us. Yeah, exactly. So here's the lowdown. So Aaron and Dominic have a company together called DKG. Um, So it's their last name. It's Denight. <laughs> Den- Sorry? Yeah, their last name is Denight, um, which I think is really funny because the title is Past Midnight and their last name is Denight. <laughs> I just can't. It's weird. Dear Lord. Jasmine, be more creative. I don't know what's happening. Oh, my God. So Aaron and Dominic have a company called DKG, which is Denite Gauges. Gauges. They make gauges. I still at this point don't fully understand what a gauge is. Like, I think it's... I think it's like things to check other things. Yeah, it's some type of like mechanism that like a gauge for pressure or like Yeah, like w- when you test air pressure in the tires. Yeah, there's, there's like, like a gauge. gauge. Yeah. yeah. So I they just like make gauges. I don't know. Okay, it's very Jasmine, weird. Jasmine. <laughs> this is very bizarre. It's interesting. I don't know how I feel about it. Um <laughs> This is an erotic novel. Why is it gauges? Yeah, it's all about gauges. I don't really know. So there's a lot of scenes where they're like at work and they kind of just fight a lot and it's just weird tension. So the trauma that this book is all like circled around. I want to hear about the trauma. Do you want to guess what the trauma is? Um, okay. Wait, are they like a younger couple? Do they have children? They're, they would have like a young child, you know, like that age, but they don't have a child. Okay. My guess is that maybe she had a miscarriage. 
Okay, well, you're on the right track. It is about a child. So they had an eight-year-old child. Oh. Um, the kid went on a field trip oh. and went and cannonballed into a pool. Water went up his nose and some weird bacteria went up there and went into his brain and like very rare killed him. <gasps> yeah, it's very traumatizing. Oh my God. So he was pretty much killed a few days after this happened. He was in the hospital. The doctors were like, we can't do anything about it. And the kid just died. Oh my God. Yeah, very traumatizing. I think at this point it happened two years ago. But why Aaron is mad at Dominic is because Dominic was supposed to go on this field trip as a parent supervisor. But something came up at work. So Dominic didn't go. And Aaron kind of blames him for it. Right. Although Although it's it's not his fault. Yeah. Yeah. Like it could have happened to anyone. It's just a freak accident. But anyways, the kid died and Aaron can't have children. So they can't have another child. Also, the kid died on Mother's Day, which is also his birthday. Okay. Okay, (laughs) Jasmine. Jasmine, that's enough. It was a lot of things. That is enough. Wow. Jasmine really twisted the knife in there. She really did. She was like, I'm going to stab you. And do you feel it? No, you don't feel it yet? I'm going to twist it. (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to shove the knife up your asshole and then down your throat and then in the eye. Yeah, but it's okay because we're going to have sex. In clubs. In clubs. (laughs) Anyways, so flash forward to now. They're working together at their company. Um, well, they're still together. They're still together. They just have a very rocky relationship. So every year, Dominic goes to this convention to sell his gauges. And <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. It's a lot of things. So Dominic every year goes to this convention It's in California or something, so he has to fly there. He's like, things are rocky with my wife. I'm going to surprise her and take her with me. So he books her a flight and their secretary tells Aaron about it the day before. Aaron's like pissed off. She's like, I have things to do. I don't want to go. And then she confronts Dominic and he's like, no, no, you know what? It'll be good. We need this time. It was just the anniversary of our son's death. We need to like come together together and just go and do this together. We'll like sit in the booth. We'll talk to customers, whatever, whatever. He's like, you can sit by the pool and just chill, blah, blah, blah. Dominic goes early to go and set up the booth. And then Aaron takes her own flight after. And right now he just picked her up from the airport and they're in the car on the way to the hotel. Oh my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Um, Yeah. I just want to also say that, like, there's so much sex in this book, and it just gets more and more and more outrageous. And I wanted to read one of the crazy ones, but... We'll save that for the future. Yeah, we're going to... This book is going to come back. Jasmine's crazy sex will come back. Don't even stress. Yeah, I need to really milk the one book I've read. So we're going to draw this baby out. (laughs) Just read me the sex scene. Okay, okay. There's the Crown Royal, he pointed, the hotel a block ahead, lights blazing across the semicircular drive, fountain, rock garden, and palm trees. She turned in her seat, hooking a leg beneath her, and bracing a hand on the dashboard to look up at the facade through the windshield. Nice. A pulse fluttered at her throat, and he noticed again her odd intensity, foot bobbing on the floorboard as if nervous tension vibrated through her. He passed the entrance and took the next drive, heading into the underground parking garage. 
Circling once and finding nothing, he took the ramp down another level. Erin stretched, shoved her hands through her hair, and fluffed it. Her nipples beaded beneath the thin t-shirt material. Dominic suddenly felt parched. The tires squealed on the concrete, despite the fact that he wasn't going more than five miles an hour. Dominic, get it together. <laughs> Concentrate on driving. I don't he can't know do it. He's like, tits. <laughs> Spying a spot just past the end of the last row and flushing up against the wall, he wheeled in. She was on him the moment he shut off the engine. Oh my god. Fingers at his belt. <gasps> what? Do me, she whispered. Oh my god. Her breath. Aaron. Erin <laughs> needs it now. Drink some water. She can't. She's parched. <laughs> Everyone's parched. Everyone's parched. Do me, she whispered, her breath minty from a freshening strip she'd popped in her mouth. His cock was hard before she even got to the button on his jeans. Nice. Here? Late, the lighting unexceptional, the black window of the rental car darkened with some film against the heat. They may or may not be seen, but he'd sure as hell hear the squeal of tires announcing another car's arrival. Here, she insisted, tugging on his zipper. Her lips were close, but not touching. Her skin flushed with heat, her eyes bright with something close to fever. This is at the beginning, so they're still doing, like, no kissing, no touching sex. Yeah, like, up to this point, they haven't kissed in, like, two years. Okay. Yeah. They usually just have sex in the middle of the night, and she, like, rides him, and then past she rolls midnight. over. Past midnight. Past midnight. The amount of times that they say past midnight in this book okay. is hilarious. How far will they go? How far will they go? Do her in the car. Do her in the car. We could get thrown out of the hotel or arrested. He didn't stop her as she shoved her hands in his jeans, found his cock, molded her palm to it. Do you care? She Can squeezed. Can you get arrested for having sex in a car in a parking lot? I think because it's public nudity. Like indecency? Yeah, like public indecency. I feel like usually people are just like, wrap it up. Yeah. Don't like, just stop. Yeah. I feel like they're being dramatic. Like probably, but also... It's a book, and they're being <laughs> dramatic for a reason. <laughs> you know? Jasmine! Do you care? She squeezed. Christ. He felt his eyes roll back. Jesus Christ. Superstar. Grab on my dick and have sex in my car. Oh, it rhymed! It really freaking rhymed! <laughs> Christ. He felt his eyes roll back. No, I don't care. Then fuck me, Dominic. Fuck me, Dominic. She hadn't said his name in a year's worth of post-midnight sex. Oh, that was almost past midnight. It was almost past midnight. <laughs> in that moment, he was hers completely. She hasn't said his name during sex in a year? No. They got issues. Yeah, no, they don't talk during sex at all. Holy Even shit. when she has an orgasm, she like tries not to make noise. Yeah, it's crazy. They don't? Perdon? Yeah, yeah. Wow. Dominic felt good beneath her hands, his flesh slick and hard with her grip. Smelled good, too, his subtle aftershave muskier and more sensual on his skin than when sniffed from the bottle. Touching him drove Rachel's words in the car right out of Aaron's mind. Okay, so Rachel is an employee of theirs. Okay. And Rachel drove her to the airport. There's these weird little scenes in the book where it's like Rachel and, and Yvonne who work in their place Yvonne. and they just like gossip about their relationship. Nice. They're like, 
I think that they're fighting. It's okay. so stupid. Great. <laughs> um, but anyways, Rachel found out about their kid dying because she's a new employee. Oh. And she just found out about it. Yeah. So while she was driving Aaron to the airport, she brought it up. She was like, I'm really sorry for your loss. And then Aaron got all pissed off. And she's right. like, I don't talk about my son. That's what she means. Don't bring it up, Rachel. Don't bring it up, Rachel. You want to get fired? Yeah, she wants to get fired. Ugh, she's testing her boundaries. Yeah. Sleeping on the plane had been impossible, and the audiobook didn't help. Aaron hadn't stopped thinking, not until this moment, where there was only the impulse to take him. Here, now, not waiting for the room. Hand on her nape, he pulled her close, his touch hot, his eyes dark. Kiss me. Taste you, she said pulling back and bending down to his lap, feeling only the slightest bit of guilt for not giving him what he wanted. No kissing. No kissing. Not allowed. A bead of pre-cum on the tip of his cock seemed to glitter in the garage light, falling through the side window. She closed her eyes as she took him, reveling in the physical, where there was nothing but his salty, sweet taste, the harsh sound of his breath, his fingers fisting in her hair, and his body surging deeper into her mouth. The console and handbrake between them dug into her abdomen. Oh. And even that was good. Physical. Oh. She likes pain. Give a pain. Pleasure pain. <laughs> she slid her hand deeper into his jeans and squeezed his balls as she sucked. Oh, Christ. He whispered. Jesus Christ. <laughs> He's religious. <laughs> Tires squealed on the concrete. The risk fueled her. Like that time in the woods, someone coming. Do it anyways, she told him. She didn't care. Her excitement drowning out all common sense. Wait, they had sex in the woods before? Yeah, but it's they don't talk about it in the book. Oh, okay. That's the first time that they brought it up. <gasps> okay. But I think that it was before their kid died, they were very like... Adventurous. Yeah, voyeuristic. Nice. Sexual partners. Because they're lost in the woods. And their kid's dead. Okay. <laughs> She hadn't cared, her excitement drowning out all common sense, all thought, just as his musky sensual scent did now. She sucked harder, deeper, then slid all the way up to circle the ridge of his cock, darting her tongue in his slit. He groaned. The this sound is a very detailed blowjob. It really is. But I kind of like that. Yeah. I like a detailed blowjob. I just scene. like detailed everything. Yeah, but it's not in a gross way, you know? No. They're just, like, stating what she's doing. Yeah. He groaned. The sound was her reward. She used him, took from him, but he got something in return, even if it was only physical. She was still thinking too much. With one last suck, she let him pop from her lips. A vein pulsed along... <laughs> Do it again. <laughs> oh, yeah! <laughs> Disgusting. <laughs> A vein pulsed along his cock, his skin glistening with her saliva, the crown purple with need. She swiped away another drop of precum with her tongue, swallowed, and raised her eyes to meet his hooded gaze. Tell me what you want, he said. She tore at the snap of her jeans. She could have worn a skirt. It was hot enough. The Florida night sultry compared to the Bay Area. Oh yeah, they're in Florida. He grabbed her chin. He held her still. Tell me. Make me come. She didn't know what he wanted to hear, but what she said seemed to be good enough. He helped her tug on the zipper. Then she rolled in her seat, towed off her tennis shoes, and shoved her jeans and panties down, 
one free leg was all she required. <laughs> she didn't take her jeans completely off. No. I love it. She's desperate. Yeah, she's like, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Come here. Dominic helped pull her over. She slid her bare leg down by the side of the door, her jeans trailing her on the other side in kinky disarray. He held her a couple Name inches of our off band, him. Kinky Disarray. Kinky Disarray. I like it. I like that a lot. I feel like we have found so many band titles. That are all so good. Yeah. Kinky Disarray. I really like that one, yeah. actually. I hope that somebody takes one one day and then we can be like, go listen to our podcast. We came up with it first. Credits. We get credits. Give us a million dollars. Because that's what our creativity is worth. He held her a couple inches off him, his cock between her legs. Someone might see, he said. Ugh, Dominic, we're way past that point. Yeah, you're, she's already naked. Like, what are <laughs> She's already on top of you, Dominic. She already gave you a blowjob. <laughs> He's like, I got what I wanted. Get Someone off. will see. Yeah, <laughs> we're done here. Someone might see, he said, his gaze dark in the shadowed interior of the car. Her hair brushing the roof, she hunched slightly, bracing herself on his shoulders, and glanced through the back window. Fluorescent lighting gleamed on the concrete, but their spot was to the right of the aisle, not clearly in the line of anyone's sight, unless they were actually getting in or out of a car. Yeah, she answered. It's hot, getting caught in the act again. Isn't that what you always used to talk about? In long-ago phone calls and fantasies. So they used to have phone sex a lot. When Dominic would go away to these conventions to sell his gauges. <laughs> to sell his gauges. Oh my god. Yeah. They there would be after parties and some of them get really sexual. Mm. Like some of them are orgy after parties. Holy, okay, gauges at these gauges. I didn't know gauges were so um kinky. Yeah, I don't know. Just a lot of rich people, and then they host these huge parties. Okay. So he would always call her after the parties and be like, "I saw people having sex," and then they would talk about it. Oh, nice, whatever. nice. Uh, I went to high school with a guy called Gage. Oh no! Yeah, isn't that a weird name, Gage? I don't like it. No. Keep reading your book. Sorry to all the gauges out there. (laughs) Change your name. (laughs) Change your name. Fuck yeah. He agreed. His fingers flexed at her waist. I love it when a hand is on my waist. I just love hands on me. He'd always been that way, liking things a little left of center. Kinky. Making her like them too. Mm. When he'd called to check on her last night, he'd tried one of those sexy phone sessions. She'd shut him down. It just hadn't felt right. She had little to offer these days, had fought going on this weekend trip, even as she knew he needed more from her. The connection between them would never be the same. This kinky, mind-numbing sex was all she had left to give. Like an addict using drugs, she used him to make the pain go away. But at least when she did it, she made him feel good. Somehow, this place away from home and the real world made letting go seem all right. Here, it didn't have to be in the dark. It didn't have to be silent. I like that. Yeah, we're, we always get mad at books for talking about their trauma. I'm not mad at this. Well, this, it checks because they use sex to deal with their trauma. Mm-hmm. It's not like the hurricane book. Yeah. What was it where she's like, I had big tits in high school. It has nothing to do with the situation. Yeah, yeah. It's li- But this is like sex is their therapy mm-hmm. and like clearly something's wrong with yeah. the sex. Totally. It so has to do with the, with the current situation. It has to do with the current situation, so it tracks. Mm-hmm. She wrapped her hand around his cock, grazed her pussy with the tip, 
leaving a trail of moisture along both of them. Oh my god, she whispered, keeping her gaze trained over his shoulder. Then she lied. There's a couple walking to their car. Mmm, go get them, Aaron. Dominic played the game as he raised his hips to breach her with half an inch of cock. Oh. What did they look like? She made it up. Our age. She gasped as the feeling of him filling her, sensitizing her skin, but numbing her brain cells. No, wait, he's about 50. She's more like 30. She bit her lower lip. Blonde, blue-eyed, and buxom, the way you like. Buxom? Full of breasts. Oh. (laughs) Heavy chested. Heavy chested. Buxom. I've never heard that word before. It's a kind of like an old fashioned term. Mm. I see it a lot in historical romances. Like this. Like this one. (laughs) (laughs) I like red hair better. He curled his arm around her waist, pulled her flesh against his chest. Does she have red hair? She does have red hair. Classic. Yeah, he talks about her red hair a lot. Is the price right? Did I guess it? You you did guess it. You win nothing. Great. Great. <laughs> he curled his arm around her waist, pulled mm-hmm. her flesh against his chest until his breath caressed her ear. Hell yeah. Tell me when they see us. He was hot, hard, and high inside her now, pumping out a slow, mesmerizing rhythm. Nice. Now, she told him. The woman's caressing his arm and indicating our car with a jut of her chin at us. Dominic thrust deep at her use of the word us, and she closed her eyes a moment to relish the sensation. Holding her hip, he shoved a hand between them to find the button of her clit. Good boy. Good boy. Yes. You did it well. Tell me more. They've stopped completely, watching, like they're in a trance, just the way Dominic entered her with his touch on her clit swirling, circling, and driving his cock deep in smooth motions. She let him do the work despite the fact that she was on top. He could pat his head and rub his stomach the same time too. That used to be their joke about how good he was at bedroom multitasking. Nice. Oh, I love a multitasker. It's great. They're it's, hard to find. It's really not that difficult, though. It's yeah. not that hard. No. I feel like people get very stressed out about it. Like, oh, there's so much to do. But... Well, here's the thing. I feel like they think that everything has to be done at the same time. Yeah. But no, it's exactly what Monica says in Friends. One, two, a one, two, three, <laughs> three, four, two, three. Like, you just yeah. just do everything. Yeah, jump around. Jump around. Switch it up. Jump around. Uh uh, and jump get around. Down. <laughs> jump, 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 jump. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't have to be like clit, ass, tit, and penetration all at the same time. Like, you're not an octopus. It's yeah. fine. <laughs> you don't have six hands. Yeah, totally. But just like touch base everywhere. Yeah. You have to, you understand the anatomy of the woman body and just like keep her on her toes. Yeah, Switch keep her guessing. Yeah. Yeah. Read what she wants. Yeah. Also, same with the man. Read what he wants. Exactly. Learn from Dominic. Dominic has done well. <laughs> they hadn't joked or fantasized like this in so long. These days, sex was relegated to silence and darkness. Aaron felt a dangerous wave of emotion rising. Tell me when he starts to touch her. She let Dominic's voice drag her back, concentrating on it. He's running his hand up her skirt. Of course, a fantasy woman would be wearing a skirt to make it all easier. He's pulling her back against her, his hand moving between her legs. 
Dominic's breath ratcheted up a notch, and her body swelled to the rhythm of his touch inside and out. On the phone, he used to drive her crazy about the after-show parties, describing the naughty doings, telling her how he wanted to watch her. Dominic had always loved talking sex. There were so many things she hadn't given him in such a long time. Oh, Nikki, he's shoving her skirt over her hips now, she teased him. And he's huge, so thick and long. Then she chuckled. Not as big as you, though. Oh, my God. He harumphed. Harumph. Harumphed. Harumphed? He harumphed. And punctuated with a plunge of his hips, she felt clear in her chest. She felt the plunge of his hips in her chest? With a plunge of his hips, she felt clear to his chest. Okay. I don't know. She had pretended down to an art form, yet it had been so long since she'd done this kind of pretending with him. For this short space of time, in the cramped confines of the rental car, nothing else existed but his cock, her beating heart, and the imaginary couple. Her ears hummed with the rush of blood through her body. She closed her eyes, chanting her little story. He's shoving her against the car, taking her hard, pounding into her, and Dominic took her equally as hard, pinning her to him as he plunged deep. Oh God, he's fucking her, and she's screaming out how good it is. The orgasm came without warning, a burst of heat shooting out. She clamped down on his neck with her teeth like an animal taking her mate instead of the other way around. Oh, yeah, bite him. Bite him, baby. Eat him. Dominic's cum filled her, warmed her insides. For long moments, there was only exhaustion and mindlessness, exactly what she'd been searching for, the fix to drive out everything else. Maybe in Orlando, away from home, work, memories, and bad thoughts, she could let go of the lassitude. Maybe, for this one weekend, she could give Dominic the closeness he'd been silently begging for and find a respite for her guilt for longer than one night. That's it. End of sex scene. That's the end of the sex scene. Wow. Oh, yeah. I liked it. Yeah, it's good, hey? Yeah. Is this the first car sex we've ever had? I think so. Yeah. It was good. It was pretty good. I liked it. Yeah. And I liked the fantasy that she was creating the fantasy in the fantasy yeah that it wasn't just like car sex they like add they had the addition of this kinky like people watching you totally yeah meta sex yeah getting caught and i like that he knew that she was lying but he just went along with it you know how do you feel about car sex i've never had it actually so i don't know (laughs) would you do it (laughs) I think so. Mm-hmm. I feel like it would depend where we were. Yeah. I don't know if I'm a big wireistic woman. You wouldn't want it in public. <laughs> no. I would feel very uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah. It's not my jam, but I can definitely see the allure. Yeah. Yeah. Car sex is weird because the car like smells of sex after. Yeah. So I don't know. Like you can't just like pretend it didn't happen. Yeah. If it's like at night and it's cold outside, all of the windows fog up. Yeah. So, like, everyone knows that you're having sex. <laughs> it's also, know. like, I'm I'm not a small woman. Like, I'm a, I'm big. Oh, oh same. Like, I'm tall and I'm muscular. Mm-hmm. So, 
being in a cramped space like that really doesn't make me feel good. Yeah. And especially if I was in that situation when I'd have to straddle the man, like Mm -hmm. I would feel so uncomfortable. Everything would hurt. Yeah. Everything would be digging into me. And I would feel way too heavy. You know what I mean? Like, there's just so many insecurities that would come up. Mm -hmm. Plus, it wouldn't be comfortable. Yeah. And I already don't like tight spaces to begin with. Mm -hmm. So, like, trying to find pleasure when I'm already, like, feeling cramped. Yeah. Isn't fun. It doesn't work. No. Yeah. Yeah. Straddling in the front seat doesn't work. Like, it does, but... I'm a six foot woman. Yeah. So the car, like it, you, it's just not. Yeah. It's comfortable. not conducive. Yeah. To our anatomy. Yeah. Usually, I just go into the back seat. Yeah. And it's easier back there, but still, it's not that easy. You know. No. The fun of it is because it's just like you're both laughing and, and totally, whatever, totally. You know? I feel like I would, I would totally have like a hot makeout sesh in the car. Oh, I love a hot car makeout sesh. Yeah, absolutely. All the time. Yeah. Would you ever give Roadhead? No. (laughs) No. Big no. (laughs) I do not want to be responsible for us both dying. Someone finds you dead in this car with just. I do not want to die with a dick in my mouth. (laughs) I'm laying it down on the on the law right now. Have you ever seen that movie? It's an old '90s movie, and there's two girls that are going on this road trip. And I think they're going to, like, ruin someone's wedding or something like that. Anyways, um, she drops her phone into the driver's seat under wherever. So she's, like, down there trying to find her phone. Yeah. And then this man on a motorcycle comes by and he thinks that she's giving her head. And he's like, oh, yeah, baby. And she's, like, milking it, just making fun of him, right? So she's like, oh, yeah, it's so good. <laughs> And then it goes on for a while and then the motorcyclist isn't watching where he's going and he freaking like goes off this huge ramp and dies. <laughs> and there's this huge explosion in the background and then the girls are like, what was that? And she's oh like, my God. nothing. Oh my God. You know what I'm just thinking about now? What? I think what would be hot is if I gave like a hand job, mm-hmm. but I like laid down the law. Like you're not allowed to take your eyes off the road. <laughs> You cannot express yourself. You have to stay in a straight line. And if you do any of those things, I'm not drinking you off anymore. I feel like that could be really hot, though. That would be really fun. Yeah. Wow. Dharma's laying down the law. I've had a guy try and to do it for me. He was like, okay, now you drive. And it didn't work. (laughs) That doesn't work. It didn't didn't work well. No. He, like, tried so hard. He wanted to – he just really wanted it to happen. And it it, it didn't happen. How? Like, was he kneeling down there? (laughs) Was he kneeling by the accelerator? No, he was just reaching over. and then With his hand? Yeah. And then he was trying with his face, but it wasn't working. You can't do it with your face. It was really funny. It was a really fun (laughs) – Experience. experiment yeah because we're just like laughing at each other like that's funny we're such shits but yeah <laughs> i love car stuff i can't believe this is our first car sex well it's a great way to finish off the season yeah and there's so much more sex like they're just setting it up the kinky stuff yeah and then they go to like sex parties and nice. they like invite people into their bed stop giving it away Michaela. i know but it's just such a good book we get I, it i want to read all of the sex we scenes. understand you We're just edging you. Yeah, yeah, right. Well, you have to wait till next time. Yeah, right. Um, what was your rating? Um, I was just thinking about it. I was thinking an eight. An eight. Yeah, I'm giving an eight. I agree with an eight. 
it's not like crazy, but it's well written and exactly. it's like a normal situation, but a little kinky. Yeah. But it's not like disgusting, raunchy that would warrant like a nine or a ten. Yeah, exactly. I agree with an eight. Yeah. I'm really happy. Sweet. And if you liked this book, go read more of her stuff. Jasmine Haynes has like a bunch of books. Nice. The author of Mine Until Morning. That's another book that she she's really written. likes. Times on the clock. She does. <laughs> Afternoon delight. Oh, <laughs> that would be good. It's that, not a book, oh, but it would be, be good. good. That would be good. That's the name of our third hit single. Yeah. Afternoon delight. Um, Haven't you heard um, that song? Uh, it's already a song. Oh, is it? Yeah. <laughs> oh well. Fuck my drag. Yeah. Fuck your drag. Okay. Well. Oh my god. I kind of feel like sad a little bit, but you know what? It's not the end. No, this is far from the end. We have so many surprises coming for you. We have things planned. And then we have a season two. Crazy. You guys, we have a season two. You guys. It's going to happen. And we've had so many recommendations this year. We're going to make a list and we're going to go through the recommendations. We're going to check it twice. And make sure you're naughty. Oh, and never nice. And never nice. Oh my god. And also stay tuned for more information on our Patreon, which will be coming to you in season two. Yeah. So if you want to support us, just stay tuned and we'll let you know how to sign on up and we'll get it all figured out for you and you'll get lots of fun stuff and extra content and so many more things to listen to. Mm -hmm. And have a fabulous winter, everyone. Yeah. End of your summer Winter is coming. Winter is coming. Live your best main character life. Do it. If there's anything we're going to leave you with is live your life like a main character of a sexy book. (gasps) Do it. Fucking do it. Because they have audacity and they don't give any shit. They do have audacity. They just say it. They fucking do it. Yeah. So go fucking do it. Just fucking. Go fuck and do it. In a car. And in a closet. And oh my God, before we leave, we should say our favorite book of the season. Oh my God. What's your favorite book? Oh my God. This, I feel very put on the spot. Do you feel very put on the spot? I feel very put on the spot. We've had so many good books this season. I think I have a top two. I think my favorite was Renegade. Okay. Yeah. It's Renegade for me or Rough Run Ready. Yeah. Rough Run Ready was a lot for me. Like, I Mm -hmm. feel like it was really on the one end of my personal spectrum. Like, I don't think I would read anything kinkier than that. Yeah. But Renegade was like the perfect middle ground. Like, everything was so well done. It was well written. Mm -hmm. The scenario I really loved because it was relatable, but not too basic nor too outrageous. Yeah. And the sex was really good. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Renegade was so good and Rough Run Ready was like next level for yeah. me. I also really liked Seven Years to Sin. Seven Years to Sin was great. Yeah. I think that um, CJ Barry also needs a little shout out because yeah. CJ Barry was good. Yeah. We've got our um, honorable mentions. Honorable mentions. <laughs> honorable mentions are Rough Run Ready, mm-hmm. Seven Years to Sin, and Unearthed. No, we should do a, a first, second, and third place and then honorable mentions. Oh my God. Okay. So third place goes to... Bridgerton. 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 Yeah. Bridgerton was good. Third I love that we Bridgerton. started the drama, but we didn't have a book in mind. We're just like looking at each other like, what, what is say? it going to be? Bridgerton. Yeah, Bridgerton, Bridgerton was good. great. Yeah. Okay. And second place. Rough Ron Ready. Woo-hoo. Dharma didn't like that decision, but no, it's okay. we're I, doing it. No, I agree with it. I agree. Yeah, Rough Ron Ready good, was good. Good, good. Okay. And first place goes to... 
Renegade by Laura Lee. Laura Lee. That's funny because Renegade is Laura Lee. Rough Round Ready is Laura Lee James. And then Bridgerton is not, Julia Quinn. Yeah. <laughs> Julia Quinn. <laughs> and then honorable mentions. We have Unearthed by CJ Barry. Seven Years to Sin by Sylvia Day. I feel like Trouble in High Heels has to be an honorable mention just because of the panty slice. Yeah, it's an honorable mention just for that concept. Yeah, because I screamed. Yeah, Michaela ran out of the room. I couldn't handle it. It was too much. Yeah. Also, okay, what was your least favorite book of the season? Oh, no. (laughs) Um, Oh, God. Oh, Waterbound. Yeah. Oh, my God. Why is it even a question? (laughs) I was, like, trying to think. I was thinking... Uh, maybe Juliet Society. Juliet Society is an honorable mention for not as good. Yeah, but Waterbound took a year off my life. (laughs) A year is gone. Yeah, reading that book also took a year because the sex scene was so far later. And nothing happened. She was like, I feel the breeze. The seagulls are in the air. The rain is making me horny. Done with it. Done with it all. Sorry, Feehan. Get out. (laughs) Which is crazy because Michaela and I went to chapters one day and we're just like, let's go look at the romance section because Mm -hmm. that's our job now. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And Christine Feehan, who wrote Waterbound, has written like 40 books and they were all in chapters Indigo. She had so many. It was like three big shelves of just Christine Feehan. And we were like, what the hell? I feel like we picked a dud. I feel like there must be, she must be very good. We just picked a really bad premise, you know? It just wasn't a good book. No. But maybe maybe we'll we'll give her another chance. Maybe we'll give her another chance because she did get last place. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well on that note, we'll put a thing on our Instagram because we want to know what your favorite and least favorite books were. Oh my god, yes. Mm. Thank you so much for hanging with us these past few months. We have been so grateful for all the love and support that we have received. You really made us feel valid and worth it. And hopefully we made you feel valid and worth it because everything is valid and worth it. Yeah, I hope that we've just brought a little bit of laughter and comedy into your sex lives and made you want to be more confident and adventurous in sex and just embrace it more. Embrace yourself. Have fun with it. If Christine Feehan can write a sex scene about a woman who controls water and a man who is a spy who's lost his memory, then you can have kinky sex in your bedroom. (laughs) You know, I agree with this statement. Yeah. (laughs) Go have kinky sex. Go pretend that you can control water. Yeah. Or vanilla sex. All sex is good. All sex is valid. As long as everyone is coming. Now. Now we're just doing weird things. We never know how to end our podcasts, and this is us just being like, I don't know what to say. So thank you, everyone, for listening, and we'll see you next season. Love you so, so much. Love you, smut. Stay smutty. (laughs) 